Welcome to the Grey Wolf Podcast. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning and good night, wherever you are around the globe. My name is Nimsisor and it's time for another edition of Grey Wolf Wrestling. We've got a heck of a back catalogue of interviews and our in-depth series, Reliving the War, which looks at the battle between WCW and WWF back in the day, is there as well. But the best way to stay up to date with all the latest stuff from the Grey Wolf family is through Spotify, Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Now, on this week's edition, this one is a special episode. Indy Hartwell is someone who I first saw on the scene back in 2018 in Melbourne City Wrestling. She's a local girl and just like us, started off as a fan and through so much hard work, has made it to the WWE, where she made her debut last year. She's currently one half of the Women's Tag Team Champions with Candice LeRae, and she's been good enough to join me once again. Indy Hartwell, welcome to Grey Wolf Wrestling. Uh, thank you. Thank you for having me. Uh, I'll tell you what, first off, it has been uh, about a month or so since you won the Tag Team Championship with Candice in that street fight. Uh, so take us through what that mm-hmm. feeling was when you finally got your first WWE title. First off, um, I have to say that I was extremely scared going into this match. Um, I've never had a street fight before and I've never really done any matches with weapons. Uh, But luckily my tag team partner, Candice, was uh, very well acquainted with weapons. So that was good. Um, Winning the titles, first off, I was just like extremely proud and happy for Candice because she's had an 18 year journey to to this title. And for me, it obviously hasn't been that long, but uh, it was an incredibly special moment and I'm proud to represent Australia in NXT and in WWE. You know, uh, the street fight wasn't the only shot that you and Candice have had at those uh, titles because uh, you're actually in your first NXT takeover against Shotzi and Ember and uh, wrestling fans across the world know how high quality those events are. So. Was there a lot of pressure for your first ever takeover event? Like, oh, geez, it's a takeover. I mean, they're so hyped. There's, the bar is so high. Uh, what was that that experience like for you? Yeah, being on takeover was special because I've said this a million times before, but it was Sasha Banks and Bailey from NXT TakeOver Brooklyn that uh, was like the catalyst to me beginning my wrestling journey. So fast forward, what, like six years, I'm... Um, I'm wrestling on TakeOver myself for NXT Women's Tag Team titles, so it's pretty ridiculous. Well, it's actually <laughs> pretty ridiculous. Well, it's actually pretty cool you talk about that. Uh, I remember uh, when Bailey came to Melbourne before Rod Laver Arena, she did like a bit of press, and she actually mentioned, because I brought up that match, and she said, oh, the reason I love this match is uh, Indy Hartwell, do you know her? She wrestles for us now. She actually loved that match, so I thought yeah. that was really cool. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, uh, she's great. But uh, speaking of yourself and Candice and uh, Ember and Shotzi, it looks like you guys will probably cross paths again, but it also looks like you've got Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez gunning for your titles as well. Now, you actually have a bit of history with Raquel Gonzalez because you had a brief tag team with her. I think that was one of your first matches. Uh, do you see them as much of a challenge? And uh, Raquel's doing some great stuff now. And... Obviously, a big threat. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I feel like... So, when I had my debut in NXT uh, on a live event, I tagged with Raquel, who was Reina Gonzalez back then. And since then, she has changed dramatically. Uh, I think she's turned into a megastar. And she's definitely a huge threat within NXT. Like, 
just look at her, like, look at the size <laughs> of her, uh, look at the strength. Um, and paired with Dakota, uh, they're definitely, definitely huge threats to us. But if we do cross paths with them in the ring, like, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I think we're all looking forward to that one. Now, last time that I spoke to you, um, I was saying how there's sort of a real sense of unity with you, Austin Theory, Candice LeRae, Johnny Gargano. The Way is such a cool little, it almost seems like a little family outfit there. And uh, you guys have been together for a while now and uh, you've racked a whole heap of highlights. What's been some of your favourite moments since The Way's sort of formed together? Uh, I've got a lot of favourite moments. Um I think the first favorite moment I have is uh, when we filmed our Christmas special back in December. Um, that, Cause that was one of my first experiences filming like a Johnny Gargano segment. Um, and I learned a lot from that. And every time we're together, I learned a lot. I've said this before, but like I learned a lot from Johnny and Candace when they don't, they don't even realize they're teaching me something. They're just talking and I'm like, I'm like a sponge just taking in everything that they're saying so yeah we have a lot of fun and we really are like a family <laughs> yeah that that really comes across uh, when you watch you guys on nxt uh, speaking of watching you guys on nxt uh this might be a bit of a prickly subject but uh what is going on with you and dexter loomis because on nxt this week that man does not seem right in the head <laughs> yeah i think i think i'm the only person that can't see that <laughs> I can't see that he's not right in it, but I don't know we'll, we'll have to see what uh, what pans out over the next few weeks and months yeah well, we're definitely keeping a close eye on it but uh, let's change tracks just a little bit and in your pre WWE career you had a fair bit to do with one of my favorite wrestlers uh, Steph Delander now to anyone that's been lucky enough to see you guys as a team on the Aussie scene and even as opponents uh, before you came to the WWE how exciting is it to have Steph in the WWE right now it is a dream come true to have my best friend here in WWE with me we had talked about this since since we first met we talked about you know being in WWE together and we never thought it would happen um, but here we are and she's had quite a journey getting here um, we signed our contracts uh, I think in the same year but it took a bit longer for her to get over here but finally she's here and I'm happy about it and uh, hopefully we can uh, wrestle or tag <laughs> together sometime soon. She must be uh, pretty stoked that uh, you're there to sort of guide her through. You're, you're almost like the test to sort of get her into Florida and hey, let me show you around. I'm, I'm an old hat at this now. Yeah, I, I must admit she she's lucky that, that um, I've been able to help her with things here like getting her license and opening up a bank account and that the stuff that you don't realize is difficult but being being from another country uh, it's pretty hard but she had me and I'm I was happy to help her <laughs> now uh, we talk about you know being from Australia and you're like us you know you're from Melbourne you're and obviously you've got family back here and we're going through uh, some pretty tough times at the moment and I spoke to Bronson Reed a while back and he was saying how long it's been since he's been back home and I'm sure it's pretty much the same for you, but uh, what's some of the things about Melbourne that you miss? And does having other Aussies like Bronson and Steph and 
you know, even Rhea Ripley and Tony Storm and just other familiar faces and familiar accents. Uh, does it make it a little bit easier since you've been so far from home? Yeah, it, it makes it like a whole lot easier. When I first moved here, I was really lucky to, I, like I moved into an apartment complex uh, where a lot of the other Aussies lived. So kind of made me feel more at home and made my adjustment to America easier. Um, but like, as you said, like being around Aussies, talking to Aussies makes me feel at home. I feel like it it makes my accent come out more. Even, even talking to you like that, that brings a smile to my face. Um, but speaking of Melbourne, obviously I miss my family the most. I haven't seen them since Christmas of 2019 because um, I wasn't able to go back for this past Christmas. And I miss Hungry Jacks. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that, we had Bronson talking about how he's missing pies. You're missing Hungry Jacks. If only we could send you oh, guys. I miss pies. <laughs> I miss meat pies. I miss sausage rolls. If only there's a way yeah. that we could ship them over to you guys. But, uh, but you know, the thing is, like, you are absolutely killing it in NXT at the moment. And uh, seeing you, you talk about hearing that Aussie accent, I mean, your little segment on um, NXT, like interacting with Everrise and Drake Maverick, it was just so funny because we're standing, at, uh, at least personally for me, I'm standing shouting at the TV like, you leave our girl, girl alone, damn it. Do you know who you're talking to? <laughs> But, but like I said, you're doing some great stuff in NXT, but if there was a chance to make it to Raw or SmackDown in a draft or something like that, which one would you want to go for? Blue, red, or do you just bleed yellow and just want to stay there? Hmm. I, I feel like I have a, a lot more to do on NXT. Um, growing up, SmackDown was my favorite brand. So maybe SmackDown would be the way to go. But as I said, I'm still pretty fresh into my NXT career. So I, I still need to win the NXT Women's Championship. Oh, well, there you go. There's a, there's, there's a bit of a warning shot to Raquel Gonzalez there. But uh, speaking of the Tag Team Championships, which you have at the moment, we've seen the WWE Tag Team Champions head to NXT before. I mean, that's how the belts were created. Right now, you got Tamina and Natalia with those titles. Now, I don't know about you, well, I reckon a dream match would be the NXT Women's Tag Team Champs versus the WWE Women's Tag Team Champs. Can we make that happen? I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Unfortunately, I don't make the matches, <laughs> but uh, I'm definitely all for that. We need to get like a hashtag or something started. But uh, like, look, it, it has been great to chat to you once again. I mean, it's an absolute real thrill to see you on Fox Hill every week doing your thing. I know I'm not the only one that absolutely misses seeing you live here in Melbourne and just around Australia and in our promotions. But we're proud as hell of everything that you've done and accomplished. And I cannot wait to chat to you next time. Yeah, thank you so much. I look forward to it. A big thank you to Indy Hartwell for joining us on Grey Wolf Wrestling. The Grey Wolf Wrestling archives are chockers with a ton of interviews as well. So make sure you follow us on the socials, Grey Wolf ENT on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And make sure to check out the other offerings from Grey Wolf Entertainment. We're way more than just wrestling. We cover basketball, Aussie rules, music, pop culture. We have got it all. And the only way to get it is by subscribing to Grey Wolf on your podcast platform of choice. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network, greywolfentertainment.net.